This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online show. We are less than a week away now from the early signing day, which really has become the signing day in a lot of respects. I mean, you're going to see almost most people try to sign as many guys as possible in December and have a few spots left. So we are in crunch time, and um, this is, what, Nate, year three, uh, Nate Klaus, uh, of the early signing day now? Yeah, this is the year three of the, the early signing day. And, um, you know, that first year, you know, I don't think it, people really knew how to approach it or, or how to handle it. So you didn't see the overwhelming majority of, of recruits sign early. Um, last year, though, you, you definitely did, and I think it'll be much the same this year. So, um, you know, if, if there's players that are – uh, you know, fully qualified and everything that nine, nine out of 10 of them are probably going to sign early. Yeah. And most teams are going to put the pressure on those guys. And we're going to talk a lot about recruiting two fully dedicated segments um, to recruiting here with Nate today as, as we look at Nebraska's class. But um, wanted to start off guys with some roster movement. And, um, and, you know, I said this on another show this week, I think Nebraska might be the only school in the country where walk-ons entering the transfer portal gets the kind of attention it's gotten. Um, you know, when Andrew Bunch, backup quarterback, walk-on quarterback, put his name in, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. But uh, Isaiah Stahlberg, who led Nebraska in special teams tackles, uh, played the third most special team staff snaps behind Jeremiah Stallball and Eli Sullivan. He put his name in. Um, that one, to me, is a blow. There's no doubt. But um, I think both guys want situations where they can get on the field. We know Bunch is not going to get one here, and Stalbert I think, wants to play more defensive snaps, and, and that kind of led to his decision. Yeah, I don't think the fact that those guys left is a surprise, but you know they're notable because of what they'd accomplished. I mean, Andrew Bunch started a game at quarterback at Nebraska. So, I mean, he's not your typical – backup walk-on I mean just just given what what he was asked to do a year ago but uh, with Isaiah you know he's one of those guys I think down the road was a no-brainer to earn a scholarship if he would have stuck it out I mean he had a huge role like you said on special teams this year um, probably you know was a long shot maybe to see the field defensively um, but he was a, certainly a talented enough player to be scholarship somewhere and I don't think he'll have uh, any shortage of options uh, for his next spot and I'm sure he'll get a lot of playing time in exactly the role that he wants at his next school. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he where he lands uh, because there's no doubt he made an impact at Nebraska, like you said, Robin, mostly on special teams. But um, you know, I, I keep going back to some of the things that Travis Fisher was saying about him during fall camp and even early on in the season about uh, you know how much he trusted him and, and how well he was doing, how how far he could, he had really come from his true freshman year to to this past season. So um, you know, there's going to be some opportunity out there uh, for sure. But I don't know if it'll be D1 or if it'll be FCS or you know exactly what. Uh, what will be out there for him? One, well, he is a walk-on still, so he'd be able to go somewhere and play immediately, uh, no matter the level. So he does have that going for him. And um, you know, I, I do think though he was probably going to get a scholarship for sure in December and the summer, and he might have been put on scholarship in the fall. But I, I believe it ultimately he looks at safety and corner at Nebraska, and he knows that it's going to be very difficult for him to start here down the road. Um, maybe he could be a nickel or a dime guy someday, but. Um, I think he realized that the opportunity to be a starter, he's got three years left of college, and uh, that's not going to happen. And to me, guys, the concern on that, my concern on this is, 
you know, the walk-on program, you really sell it. And here's a guy that has played and done everything you could ever ask of a walk-on. That's a redshirt freshman and he's leaving. And, you know, as you try to sell the walk-on program and talk about it in other schools, maybe uh, South Dakota state or, you know, lower level schools that are recruiting against the guys in Nebraska once they're going to use that and say, look, they, they just had a guy that played, you know, a ton of snaps on special teams as a walk-on and he left. I mean, that, that to me is, my concern looking at this whole thing with a guy like Stahlberg leaving. I still think the examples of people that have stuck it out as walk-ons and gone on to have uh, notable careers at Nebraska far outweighs any negative pitch other schools could potentially make on that. But uh, Isaiah is also not your typical walk-on in the fact that you know he's going to have a lot of options um, at the D1 level uh, to, to go play and, and play right away where you know maybe some walk-ons wouldn't have that opportunity. So I think it's kind of a, just a unique scenario with him to where he's a talented enough player. Like you said, Sean was probably well on his way to um, earning a scholarship pretty soon uh, within the next couple semesters. Um, but you know it came down to more about finding a place where, where he can play where he wanted to play. And like I said, I think he'll have his pick of the litter as far as, um, you know, that next tier of schools that are going to be jumping at the chance to get him. Yeah, it definitely gives those other schools that recruit against Nebraska's walk-on program a little bit of ammo. But at the same time, I, I don't know if um, that'll be enough to, to sway things completely. I mean, yeah, he saw a lot of snaps on special teams, but it wasn't like he you know, had broken the too deep in the, in the uh, depth chart or was seeing a ton of snaps on defense, too, that necessarily um, you know, would have really warranted a, a scholarship as a redshirt freshman either. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as, as we talk about uh, roster movement here for Nebraska. Um, you know, Katerian Legrone, Andre Hunt officially entered the transfer portal. As we know, that they are dealing with a major off the field thing. So uh, that was the other movement that that we saw this week. And I don't know if we're going to see really a ton more, at least on the scholarship side, guys, until after spring ball. Um, it just is very difficult for a guy to leave and try to go somewhere. Um, you know, because very few teams are going to put you on scholarship in January, especially if you're a marginal player. They're going to hold that spot as long as possible for recruiting. Um, so to me, I don't know if you're going to see a lot of movement now until um, maybe after spring football. Yeah, and that's not uncommon, Look, especially given Nebraska's roster situation where there are very few set-in-stone starters right now. There's going to be a lot of position battles that need to play out this spring and on even in the fall camp before guys really know what their role is going to be next season. I think that's probably a good thing for Nebraska to keep these guys around that, um, you know, there's realistic chances of guys either earning starting jobs or a significant spot in their specific rotations uh, that, you know, you can kind of keep that, that carrot out there for them a little bit. Whereas in previous years where there's your no brainer starter and maybe your no brainer backup. And then here's somebody that knows he has no shots to see the field. You know, he might get a jump on finding his, his next destination. So I don't know if there's as many of those situations this year, just given kind of how wide open everything is outside of maybe a handful of positions. Well, and the other thing too, is it's not like basketball where if you transfer at semester, you know, you could maybe get a leg up and play the second half of that next season. So, um, you know, I, I just don't know if it makes a whole lot of sense to, to go ahead and, and bounce before uh, spring football and everything. You know, if anything, you get some, you, you know, get some more tape uh, throughout spring to, to, you know, put out there and, and show other, uh, you know, show other schools if you did decide to leave after spring football is over with. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. We're going to talk more about the roster and recruiting here later in the show, but uh, I want to talk some basketball. We haven't talked Husker basketball yet on the season. Um, a lot has happened 
uh, on the court, a few things off the court. So um, there's a lot to catch up with on the basketball front of things. So we're going to talk with Robin Washett um, here later in the show and get his – or next year in the show and get his take on – Everything with Nebraska basketball and obviously the disappointing loss against Creighton. Uh, Robin was in Atlanta, covered the game at Georgia Tech as well last week. So he's got a really good read on this team, what kind of where things are at, especially with the early conference game starting up. Nebraska plays, is it Friday, Sunday, Robin? Yep. Friday, Sunday, early Indiana, Purdue, a very, very difficult draw for Nebraska here um, to open up Big Ten conference play. So we'll get Robin Washington's take on all that next here listening to the Husker Online Show.